60 minutes of funk. All right, hold on. Starting streaming. All right. Three, two, one, one, two, three, three, two, one, one, two, three. 60 minutes of funk. Right starting. Do about this time. Time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To the beat, y'all. Sounds good to me. your voice off the walls and at the 45 degree angle in the endoplasmic rectilium of the fucking three second violation. <laughs> Winning. I have no idea what the fuck he just said. Yeah. But we're quoting Sir Marcus, his Neumannus. 
Shout man. out to Mark Mooney. Yeah, shout out to Mark Mooney, man. Somewhere in El Paso. Out there in El Paso on the west side. West Texas, huh? West Texas, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Seeing a super chat up in this motherfucker. We, you know, you know what I'm saying? We need that Rory. We riding Rory, bitch. Huh. This is the Keeping Navy Super Show. is brought to you in part by Guy Dr. Pepper. We just need more. The Birds Casino, thank you for your money. Thank you for your money, the Birds Casino, like for real, for real money. You got to hook the flyer up. Hook it up. Hooking it up, motherfucker. Shit. <laughs> man, I didn't, man, thinking like for real, like LaBurs, thank you, like, hold on, I'm going to speak in my southern voice. LaBurs, thank you very much, Southern mm-hmm. Hospitality. I appreciate your hospitality. You got to hook me up, like, for for, for, for good, for thank you, for thank them. Um, thank them. Thank you. Thank them, We appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. This is good, man. Fuck motherfucking burgers, man. Appreciate you. Man. Grass, mucho grassy ass. Mucho grassy ass. Alexa, you speaking Spanish? <laughs> Alexa, you yeah. speaking Spanish? All right, well, fuck you then, bitch. So, yeah, so, how's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Hey, hey, hey. What's up? What's up, peace, man? Nothing much, bro, man. Hold Happy on, to be on. alive. I almost forgot. Hey, hey. Quit walking, you hey. shit. Kenny Rogers. Yeah, man. Shout out to Kroger. Mm-hmm. Man, shit, man. Okay, like for real. All right, like yeah. for real, I am not being, you know, Kroger is not paying me, but dude, okay. Kroger came out with their own version of Ruffles. They're yeah. called Ripples. They're $2, okay? If you like Ruffles, this is it, dude. Two bucks, fantastic. Dude, I can't. They put crack in this shit. They probably did. Bro, I, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop reading this shit. It's fucking good, bro. They probably Burgers did. good. Shout out to Kroger, like for real, for real. <laughs> yeah, man. We got meth dip mesquite flavor. Meth. <laughs> mesquite meth. Mesquite meth. Yeah. What well, extra salt? <laughs> the flavor that knock out all the teeth out your mouth. <laughs> Here comes a brand new flavor in your ear. These man. Mm-hmm. What were we talking about earlier? 
<clears throat> we were talking about something. I'm having a brain fart. Um, oh man, we were talking about a female individual. We talked about that, but we were talking about we were talking about something else. Um, I'm having a brain fart. You, you have a better memory than I do. Um, we were talking about. Um, I'm sorry, folks. I know you love me regardless whether I'm good or whether I'm not. <laughs> so I'm not even gonna fucking worry about it. There's no, no there's no nervousness on my boat. I'm sorry, dude. it's my boat. Gotcha. You don't like it? Change the channel. So, all right. So here's what we got. Uh, let's see. Women can't identify quality. We were talking about that. Um, we were talking about um, ignoring red flags if you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ignoring red flags because you want to see the good in people. It will cost you later. We were talking about if you can't fight fairly, it tells me a lot about your personality. We're, we're, we're kind of really elaborating on that. Um, let's see. Greatest. Mm. Oh, yeah. We're talking about taxi drivers. Taxi driver confessions. Mm-hmm. You want to start with that, or do you want to start with the? Um, you want to start with the? Uh, uh, if you can't fight fair, shit. Either or, man. We can start with the taxi drivers. All right, fuck it. Um, Get it. All right, so okay, so I just buy a new fucking car. Okay, I just, well, a, a, a late model car. How about that? So yeah. uh, the thing is, I I own hybrid vehicles. I love them. They're fantastic until they fucking break. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anybody who understand, anybody who owns a hybrid understands my pain. Okay, the issues with hybrids is they're fan- I mean, they're very good on gas, but yeah. they're gay as fuck. They look. They you have like, you, you can't pull pussy with a hybrid. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like yeah, dude, you look pretty fucking sensitive with your fucking. Yeah. You know with your fucking Prius. No, but God, they're good on gas. No, my mm-hmm. very first one, I put a sound system in it. Remember that shit? Mm-hmm. I put some fucking twelves. I put some kickers in that bitch. And, and some 10 pull- on it, too, huh? Yeah. I put... No, no, yeah, they, they were 10s. That's right. No, I'm talking got about 10. Yeah, no, 10 they were 10s. Yeah. No, they I'm were- talking about 10 on the windows. Yeah, 10 on the windows I and did. sound in that movie. I did. I bought that bitch with a credit card. They were like, we can't charge credit card. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like do you want to fucking buy the car? You want to sell me the car or not? You know, money's money. So I buy the car. I think I pay five grand for it. Yeah, and the thing was, I was driving a, at the time. I was driving like a Commander it, with a Hemi engine. It was horrible on gas. Yeah. And this is around the time when gas was like around four bucks a gallon. I'm like, dude, I got. I need some kind yeah. of relief. Need some kind of relief because my gas bill was like a thousand dollars a month. I'm like, bro, something's got to change. And I wasn't making that kind of money at the time. I think I was, you know, just barely fucking, you know, just you know, barely getting it. And um, anyway, I gotta put the shit up. Bro. <laughs> I can't put the like crack. I can't put it away. Ugh. All right, I'm sorry, guys. So, um, didn't the commander give you problems? What that? Didn't the commander give you problems? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It sure fucking did. Um, I was having all the the car would be sitting at idle, and the fucking engine would the the fucking RPMs would just start revving like to eight thousand RPMs at just at the car is like literally sitting at idle, you know, you know, like with the foot on the brake, and it would just fucking just flash. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. So I knew that I had to get rid of the damn car, and I was getting all kinds of weird check engine lights. Mm-hmm. The older Hemi's, you know, like in the, you know, the, I think that was like a 2006 or 2007. Mm-hmm. Any Hemi from that era, it was bad. It was it was poorly designed, and um, mm-hmm. but it was cool, I guess. To, you know, to, to say I had one, but unless you had like an SRT Hemi, those were the ones that were built well. You know, the the, the you know the the street race for was street, street race, race technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those things were actually very well built, but the other ones, they were just big block engines, and you were just, they were just, you know, it was just the name, and I just felt like they were just massively produced, and they were, they were not well, um, they weren't well thought out. So, anyway, so I get the car, I buy the car, and I put some, I, dude, I put fucking Folkow component speakers in the doors, and I put some fucking kicker tens in the back with like, 
I think I had like a, a fucking 1200 watt four channel. Shout out to DJ Hernandez. Shout out to My, Cop, uh, My Shop Customs for the job because they actually did it. And they're like, dude, you know this fucking sound system costs more than your car. I'm like, yeah, yep. yeah. And it was I, banging though. Oh, bro. I drove that car to the fucking odometer stops. I had that car, the odometer stopped at 300,000. I, I ran it well, well beyond that shit. So shout out to Toyota because that, that motherfucker lasted. That motherfucker lasted. I ended up giving that bitch to my mom, you know. And um, so I would just say this, you know, hybrids are good until they fail. You know, and the most common the most common problems on a Gen 2 hybrid would be the ABS. And basically what that means is uh, the automatic braking system, you know, or automated braking system. So the science of a hybrid is basically whenever, it's called regenerative braking. So whenever you put your foot on the brake, it creates centrifugal force, which basically recharges the battery. So without the braking system, the battery doesn't charge, hence shitty gas mileage. Yeah. So what ends up mm. happening is either the ABS will go out or the battery goes out. And either way, you're fucked. Mm. Okay. So the issue that I was having with the Gen 3 version is, is that that's not the issue. The issue is with the Gen 3 is the, um, the head gasket. You know, and the problem is, is like it, if your head gasket starts leaking, you can a one, you can just continue to buy antifreeze, which costs you twenty dollars probably like every month. You're you're sitting there refilling it, or b you got to pull the engine out, or you, or c you change the head gasket. But for the cost for what it costs to change out the fucking head gasket, you bought an engine. Yeah, it's a ten. It's a ten dollar part. No, I paid twenty nine hundred. Mm. I paid twenty nine hundred dollars to change that that head gasket. So for what it costs you to buy an engine, you could you could buy the engine used for like maybe. Fifteen to seventeen hundred dollars, you cost another thousand to drop it. You know, so you're gonna pay it regardless. So, mm. so it's so the thing was, I would literally buy hybrids, and as soon as that shit happened, I threw it. I was like, easy, rid of, huh? throw it in the gutter and go, go buy, buy another. another. You know, so <laughs> that was kind of the situation. So I just, I, so I think I'm like on my sixth one. You know, I'm like, you know what? I've had enough of this. I've had enough. I literally, while okay, you gotta love this. So I. Send the car to Toyota. They had the head gasket replaced and they had the car for five fucking months. And I'm literally yeah. waiting so fucking long. I bought another goddamn hybrid while I'm waiting on this one to come out of fucking out of the shop. Yeah. Right. And then uh, that's the one you got, you know. And um, so then I'm waiting for that one. And then while I'm waiting for that one, I started having, you know, a little bit of trouble with this. I'm like, you know what? I've had enough of this shit. I'm buying another one. So I bought another mm -hmm. one. And then while I bought the other one, like not even with not even a fucking what? Two months in. I, uh, the fucking head gasket start, starts leaking on that one. I'm like, bro, I've had enough of this. I've had enough of this. So I, so I go and buy a fucking Camry. Camry, yeah. I'm like, no more hybrid problems. So I buy this badass fucking Camry, right? It's got red leather. It's got this badass, like, double panoramic roof and this, that, and the other. Yeah. I shit you not, bro. I sh when it rains, it fucking pours. Uh, oh, my God. You know, when it rains, it fucking, fucking pours. Yeah. You know? Loser. Yeah. You know, so I, I haven't even Bro. made two payments on this fucking car, right? Yeah. First thing that happens is the goddamn um the uh the it's called a um emergency brake. It has an electronic emergency brake. I'm driving the car and it, and it says electric emergency brake failure C dealer. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking joking. Yeah. You know, it's the first thing that's going on. I'm like, okay, this is weird. So whenever that happens, it disables the cruise control. And I'm like, this is fucking dumb, dude. You know, and the mm. thing is, the car is so advanced, like like you could let go of the steering wheel, and if it sees the lines, it'll start beeping, and it'll just auto steer you back into yeah, the lines. You can in, fall yeah. asleep at the wheel. Lane assist. Like, yeah. Oh, that shit is dope. This shit is amazing. And then if you do too many lane assists, it has a coffee cup, so let's take a break. You know, like mm. get off the road, fucker. 
You know, <laughs> then it's got like sonar on there, where it, so it'll literally keep you within two to three car lengths away at all times, regardless yeah. of your speed. So I love that shit, and um, and it's got the badass panoramic roof. So so the next thing that happened, you know, you gotta you gotta love this shit, you know, and it, yeah. you know, I'm not very happy with this fucking dealership, and I'm not gonna fucking you know. Yeah, they they you're not they, gonna put them out there. No, now put them on blast. No, so yeah, so so the, so the next <laughs> thing that happened was um, I don't have gunshots on here. I'd have been did it. Um, so the so the next thing that happened was uh, the fucking battery. I, I noticed. I started notice that it was uh, struggling. So I put a charger on it. And I'm like, okay, so the battery's going. So I so I look at the sticker on the battery and it says 84 month warranty and it says uh, menu data manufactured January of uh, January of 21. We're in 23, 84 months. It's under warranty. Mm-hmm. So I call the fucking dealer. I'm like, dude, again, I haven't, e- I haven't even picked up my plates. They still have my fucking, I still have paper tags on the car. Wow. So they keep calling me, come pick up the plates. I'm like, all right. I'm like, hey guys, I'm having a problem with the car. You know, it's, it, you know, it's, it's struggling. You know, the, the, you know. Yeah. So I put a charger, you know, I put a trickle charger on the thing, and it's not holding. It's dying. So I'm like, the battery's 84 months. Can I come in exchange? Well, we need to do a test and blah, blah, blah. Let me talk to the manager. So they literally send me on a fucking phone tree. You know, manager, service department, service department, back to the manager, manager, back to... So nobody wants to take accountability for the fucking things. So I get pissed. I'm like, you know what, hmm. man? Fuck them. I go to Walmart, buy another goddamn battery. You know? Because it's like, at the end of the day, my whole philosophy is, is like, if you don't have... You know, I actually write this shit down. Hold on. I got it on my fucking Facebook. Yes. Um... You know, if your intentions are bad, I don't want to fuck with you, period. Yeah. You know, so I, I write this shit down. I'm like, if people cannot negotiate a straight price, yeah, they were never coming at you from a good place, especially if the variance is off by 30% or more during the renegotiation. Thank you, but no thank you. Hmm. Meaning, in so many words, if you have a fifth grade education, meaning if somebody came at you with a fuck-ass price in the beginning, and then hmm. all of a sudden when you check them and they lower the price to the real price... I don't want to deal with you because that kind of yeah. means your service is going to kind of reflect that as well. Your 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 service is going to be fuck ass. Yeah. So with all due respect, fuck you. You know. So it's just like no, no, no. So I replaced the battery. Yeah. It cost me about one hundred eighty dollars, and I get like a three year warranty yeah. on it. I take the I take the receipt and I stick it onto the fucking battery. You know what I'm saying? So if you ever buy a battery, people buy put it in a sandwich bag and, and get some duct tape, duct tape it to the battery. Yeah, make sure you keep it. Problem solved. You know, I didn't even go back for the core charge. So hold on, it gets better. But wait, there's more. <laughs> well, wait there, Bob. Winning. There's more, you know. Yeah. So uh, we recently had weather change, like out here in Texas. It's crazy, bro. In the last 45 Drastic. days, we went from 110 degrees to 60. Yeah. You know, in what, 40 days? Yeah. Crazy, crazy. So we finally have this beautiful day. And so I take the car to the car wash. We're driving the car to the car wash. We drive it through. And then I lower this panoramic sunroof and the bit stays in the up position. Can't close it. Like it has like, it has like, you know, the, the electronic, uh, it's like an electronic shade. And then you have Mm -hmm. the electronic roof and that's a double panoramic. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the thing is locked in the up position. I'm like, you gotta be fucking joking, dude. So I take the thing to, so I call the dealership and again, same problem. Oh, your car's out of warranty, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. So I take it to my butt, my neighbor. My neighbor is actually a service manager over at um, at a dealership. Mm-hmm. Not far from me. It's like, bring it in. They take the whole fucking thing apart, and they're, and they're analyzing the rails. They're like, bro, it's just a defective rail, man. It's just a bad design. So they call the dealership. You ready for this? Yeah. $7,000. Seven fucking thousand dollars for the fucking roof because it's a complete assembly. 
So then I'm calling, and I'm like, you got to be fucking joking. So he's How like, much is that car brand new? $34,000. $34,000 brand new. I bought the car for $27,000. Yeah. Bought it for $27,000. Yeah, the sunroof, seven grand. Seven grand. That is and it's, so crazy. the actual dealer part itself is like 7000 That's the, crazy. Yeah. You gotta lo- you gotta love this shit. So total like out the door like TT you know tax title yeah, and, like, and, and maintenance and everything with the warranty like eighty four hundred. You gotta love that. Ten shop hours, and I'm like, who in the fuck installs an eight thousand dollar fucking panoramic roof in a car that only costs thirty four grand? There's some fuckery going on, folks. So <laughs> you know, so I call uh, this guy. I, I'm actually gonna shout this dude out. If you live in Houston, his name is the Sunroof King. He's uh-huh. over there off of uh, West Park. West Park, I think, like in South Rice. He's kind gotcha. of in that area. And uh, like Fountain View. He's in between Fountain View and South Rice. Yeah. Very, very honest guy. Very good to work with. And it's funny. I'm actually going to tell you a story about this guy. Because um, my girlfriend actually got into a fight with him. And, oh, um, for real? Yeah. <laughs> it's a true, a true story. So um, how we... Well, anyway, so shout out to the Sunroof King. So he quoted me. He's like, David, he's like, he's like I know this. He's like, it's a very problematic prop with this car. I could fix it. It's 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 it's, uh, it's going to be about twenty five hundred dollars. I'm like, yes, sir. I understand. Mm. He's like, he's like, but it, it is a nightmare. It's a horrible fucking. It's a horrible design, mm-hmm. and I could do it for you. It's twenty five hundred dollars. I'm like, you know what, sir? Um, so I'm going to come there in person, and I'm going to try to negotiate maybe two grand. You know, and I'll just leave it with him for a couple of days, and we'll go from there. Because I've done a lot of work with this guy. So yeah. let me tell you about the sunroof king. This is a true story, folks. So. um Mm-hmm. My girlfriend has a CRV and she was driving it on the fucking uh, on the ferry. On okay. the ferry going from Galveston to Bolivar and some dumbass threw a rock. One of them kids was throwing rocks off of the top of the ferry and it shattered her fucking sunroof. You know, cracked her sunroof real okay. bad. And I'm like, you got to be fucking joking. I'm like, so I'm kind of thinking I'm like, I'm putting two and two together. And I guess because her shade was up, she didn't hear it. You know, she had like, you know, the shade up and, yeah. she, and she didn't realize that the fucking thing was completely shattered. And I'm like, you got to be joking. I'm like, you know, it's cost fucking change out of sunroof glass. You know, then you got to clean the, you got to clean the rails and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so we called the guy up and, and um, he quoted me, I think like $700 or something like that to come and do the, or I think his original price was like maybe five to 600. Yeah. So he, I have it in writing. So we go up there, and I think he upcharged it to nine hundred dollars. I guess because you got to clean it. It's a lot of fucking work, people. Yeah. You know. So, I, so the thing is, it's not my car. You know. And one thing about people that truly own their business, they talk to you like they truly own their business. Yeah. And I'll just say that. So I'm over there, and I'm being kind of diplomatic with the guy, and I'm like, look, you know, like you quoted me seven hundred dollars, this, that, and the other, and he's like, you know, he he's he's from the Middle East, and he's like, oh, I think he's I think he's Egyptian. I actually think he's Egyptian. Okay. He's like, no, 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 no. This is my price. This is my price. Fuck you. You know, that, that type of shit. I'm like, bro, nobody's yelling at you. Nobody's cussing at you, you know? And he's kind of like that. You know, it, it was a very, wow. it was very heated. But the thing is, it's like, look, it's not my car. It's her car. I'm just here for moral support. He's like, I don't want your business. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. And fuck you. And you get the fuck out of here. I'm like, wow, dude. I'm wow. Like, so she got, so my girlfriend got fucking super fucking pissed at it because like one thing I love about this woman, this is how you know you got to keep her. She attacked this man. Not that she fucking attacked him. She fucking took his computer and everything on his desk and knocked it all on the fucking floor. She didn't give a fuck. She just went like from zero to fucking like that, you know, because the man was verbally abusive to me. 
Like, just, like, I'm standing up for my man and nobody will ever attack my man. Like, just no thought. She just didn't give a fuck. Took his computer and everything all on the floor. And then he called the fucking cops. He called the fucking cops on, on us. And he was calling her all kinds of bitches and hoes and this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, how do we go from this to this? Oh, I, I was about to ask the same question. Yeah. How does the conversation get to that point? He, bro, again, is, that, is that his normal everyday I, conversation? You voice? know what, man? I don't want to discredit the man because I like him. You I ain't talking about his work, but I'm talking about the conversation. Is that his normal everyday voice? I, is that honestly, how you talk to people? I think so. Well, I don't know. I just kind of felt like maybe it was just some kind of breakdown in communication. And all I was trying to do is I'm look, bro, I'm like, this is what you quoted. All I'm doing is just relaying your words, not mine, you know? And so then they get into it with each other. And I'm like, okay. And then the cops are on the way. Okay. The cops are on the fucking way. And I'm like, you know what? This is bullshit. And I'm just like, and he's, and he's like calling He's like describing her. And he's calling her old and this, that, and the other. He's being very rude. Was y'all going to run like Jay-Z and Beyonce? No, I'm like, hell no. I'm like, I ain't going fucking nowhere, dude. I'm just like, bro, I ain't going fucking nowhere, dude. I'm like, you call the cops all you want. I haven't pulled me out here. Cause I'm like, I didn't do a fucking thing. At the end of the day, I'm your customer. I'm your fucking customer. You know what I'm saying? And again, like, but, but again, like, 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 like I said in our previous episode, you know, if you kind of take it there, I'm going to go into the storm, which end I'm going to fight you. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I'm trying to understand how and why are we here? How do we go from here to here? I'm your customer. That's I came, I came exactly. I came to you for help and we go from here to here to way here. You know what I'm saying? And then you call the cops and we're going all this, that, and the other. So my girlfriend's like flipping out and I'm like, you know what? This is the only qualified guy in town that knows how to fix the, the this is the only qualified guy that knows how to do this work hmm. without going to the dealer. You know what I'm saying? When did this happen, man? This happened maybe about four months ago, four or five okay. months ago. And so I'm just kind of like, I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm not even mad. I'm annoyed. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm kind of like, and I'm just I'm like, super and, mad. and I'm just, disrespectful as fuck. it was, it was, but at, 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 but we're again, we, the boat is long gone. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, look, there's got to be a better way, and I'm like, and I'm just kind of looking at him like, bro, and I, and I'm, I'm calm. I'm like, are you? I'm like, are you done? Because he's like this, that, and the other. I'm like, sir, are you done? I'm gonna sit down here, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna be calm, and mm-hmm. we'll just wait for the cops to get here, and and whatever, whatever. Call the police. Call the Exactly. And I, and I'm just kind of, I'm just sitting down here. And I'm like, look, dude. Oh man. I, I, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, look, bro. I'm like, and I'm like, Amy, shut the. I'm, 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 I, I literally tell my girlfriend, I tell my girlfriend, I'm like, look, sit there and shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Because she was all, I'm like, I'm like, sit there and shut the fuck up. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you need to be quiet. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, the only reason why that I raised my voice is because you were, you were being disrespectful. Were you not? You know what I'm saying? He's like, we're going back. I'm like, sir, calm down. Were you not? You know, and that's kind of where I was. Because at the end of the day, I'm just trying to defuse the situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Sir, you were being rude, blah, 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 blah. I came to you with good faith, blah, 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 blah. This is your price, and this is where we were, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, this is your price. I'm, and I'm like, and I'm, I'm, t- and I'm talking to my girl, I'm like, and I'm like, okay, he knows how to fix it. It mm-hmm. is what it is. It's $200 more. Let's move it. Like, I don't want to give him like, It doesn't fucking matter. Okay. At the end of the day, we're already here. They already took the yeah. thing apart. They already took it apart. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, let's yeah. just get the goddamn job done. I'm like, sir, with all due respect, you know, you were wrong, but at the end of the day, I'm ready to go and settle. I'm ready to, I'm like, nothing is, nothing is being accomplished. Nobody wins here. Mm. Nobody's winning. 
Mm. Okay, our roof's taken apart. You lose money. We're going to never come back here again. Probably give you a bad review. And, you know, <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? And, yeah. and he, so he's calm. You know, he's like, you know what? I'm like, look, whatever it is, whatever it is that's going on right now, I'm over it. Yeah. We're done. It's over. I'm done. Yeah. Okay, let's start over, yeah. you know? And um, he's calm. I'm calm. Everybody's calm, you know? And um, we we talk. And I'm like, babe, I'm like, look, do you want him to do the job or not? It's like, I'm, it's just like, ah, I'm like, I'm like, you're in your feelings. I'm like, right now you're mad and you're in your feelings and, and mm-hmm. nothing is going to get accomplished. Do you want to fix the roof or not? Yeah. He's like, okay. I'm like, okay, sir, proceed. You know, I'm like, we're going to come back in a couple hours. This time the other, we shook hands and we're good. You know what I'm saying? We came back and when I came, we came back, he's like, I apologize, blah, 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 blah. You know, personal problems instead of the other. But at the end of the day, he owned it. <laughs> at the end of the day, he owned his shit. You said he had personal problems. That's why his attitude was like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he owned it. He said, you know, mm. blah, 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 this, that, and the other. I'm like, you know, that, that's fine. Everybody has bad days. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Every, it takes one to know one. What I say in the previous episode, it, 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 it takes crazy, crazy to crazy. understand crazy. You know what I'm saying? It takes crazy to understand crazy, mm-hmm. but it also takes an owned person to understand another owned person, meaning he owns his shit. And he's going to talk to you any fucking way he wants because he can, you know? So it's like, all right, I got you. And the thing is, we're good. We're good, we're good, we're Gucci, we're great. So, Because at the mm. end of the day, because of that fucked up situation or that weird, irascible environment that we were in earlier, this man is going to save me $5,000. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? He said, he's like, David, come on in. I, I You know, $2,400, I'm going to try to, you know, when I get there, I'm going to be like, hey, can we do 2000 yeah. cash? You know, you can take as long as you want. No mm. rush, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like usually the best relationships start out really fucked up. A lot of times, man, and how people you know, became best friends or had good relationships, it started out from enemies. Like said, on the wrong, on the wrong, yeah, on the wrong foot or enemies yeah. or this, that, and the other, you know. But uh, man, I'm at an age now where I'm at an age now where if something's going bad in my world, I'm not taking that energy and putting it on nobody else. Well, you I know, know the, how to I know how to compartmentalize and, se- and separate shit. For me, it's like for I want to understand why. See, for me, I, the, you know, the, the inner crazy of me is trying to understand the, the, the cloudiness of your crazy. I'm like, okay, where, yeah. how do we go from here to here? I'm like, because I'm, I'm like, no, I need the confession. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, it's funny. That's actually why they promoted me back at the, you know, over there, at, you know, at the, at the gas job. Mm-hmm. And the reason why he promoted me is because I got the confessions. He's like, <laughs> it is the truth. It's like, you're the only one that, that would ever get a confession. Because like, whenever I caught people stealing, I would simulate a, I would simulate a leak. And I'm like, um, and I'm like, there's no way that, that somebody came out here and fixed this. I'm like, look, it's fucking legal. It's like, oh my, my husband did it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh yeah, I, l- I wanted the confession, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't lie to me, man. You mm-hmm. know. So my inner crazy wanted to be able to get to be able to tap into your outer crazy. I'm like, look, mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to know why you're fucking crazy. Tell me, tell me what what tickled your asshole. I want to know. <laughs> you know. What tickled the chicken's ass? That's what my grandfather says. He says it in Spanish. He's yeah. like, he says, I want. He was like, what, what, what? He's like, he calls it a head thigh. So what tickles the chicken's ass? You know? Yeah. So, so yes, yeah, so I wanted to figure out what you know what the fuck the problem was. But but in all seriousness, you know, again, um, to my audience, <laughs> I like the sunroof king. He's a nice guy. We started out on the wrong foot. Yeah. Okay, my girlfriend did kind of attack him. She she actually did. You know what I'm saying? So, 
It is what it is. So, I mean, yeah. you know, just it, I would just say you just had very, it was a battle of very strong wills, strong willed people. You have a strong willed Egyptian and a strong willed Chinese woman, you know, and, <laughs> you know, it didn't work out well, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah, shout out to the sunroof game. So, yeah, so uh, he said he can fix my sunroof. And, it, but the, so, the, so also shout out to my neighbor, shout out to Anthony fucking Petter. So uh, he basically, what he did was he, he he sent his crew basically to disable the entire sunroof system. They brought it back down in the down position, but the, and they disabled the fuse. It's like, you can't open it. Don't open it. Because if you open it, you're going to break it. So I'm like, cool. I'm good with that. At least I'm drivable again. Yeah. You know? And so you got to worry about the rain. Exactly. Exactly. So at <laughs> least, exactly. Because I'm like, dude, this is bullshit, bro. I'm literally getting, I was on Carvana getting ready to sell the fucking thing. I'm like, bro, I'm so mad, dude. I've only made two payments on that car. Hmm. Two payments. And I'm just like, man, I, I'm like, I want to get rid of it. Next car is Tesla. My next car is going to be a Tesla. Absolutely. So I've been wanting one for a minute. Yeah. I would say this. my The selfish side of me, you know, shout out to Ferrari. You ain't driving Ferrari. You ain't shit. <laughs> you know? um, but the, the, as far as the Ferrari, though, in all seriousness, you know, and I'm speaking this shit into the existence, you know, the, huh. show, the show is going to buy us our Ferraris. The mm-hmm. show is gonna the, the 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 show is gonna is is going to manifest the Ferrari to our universe, mm-hmm. but the car that I'm actually gonna purchase would I would say the next car the next two cars I'm gonna purchase one would be a C8 Corvette. It's in my price one range. Of mine too, man. It's in my price range. I could I could justify it. Um, what like fifteen hundred a month or some shit like that. Not a big deal. Yeah, I, I can live with that. You know, um, the beauty of American supercars is you can drive them daily. You know, they're American. You can fix them. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a hard top convertible, so you can take the top off, or you can have the, you know, the robotic, you know, yeah. however you want to do it. You can you do it. The power, you get yeah, the power. power top, or you take it off. Take the top off. Yeah. Top list. So that I can live with. And then, uh, my, then drop the top. Yeah, then the next car after that would be, like, my daily driver would be my Tesla. I want to get, like, the, I think it's called the Y. The model, okay, yeah. the model Y. That's the one I want. Um, shout out to Dimitri Papadopoulos. He's got one. The Y is kind of like the mid-sized SUV. Yeah, it's got mm-hmm. a it's got a fatter top. It's got an all glass roof. Mm-hmm. Um, drives itself. It's fast as fuck. Scares. Shit. It has like what's called insano mode or some shit like that. When you punch <laughs> the gas and it, oh, dude, it like throws you into the goddamn seat. You know, yeah. like zero to sixty in two seconds. Yeah, that fucker moves, dude. You know. It ain't the most attractive car, but man, that motherfucker moves, bro. Yeah, people be tripping, man. I was like, don't you know you got more cabin space in a Tesla than you do on a gas motor car? You do. You got more room. You actually do. I'm not big on the trunk space. And then on you it, got two trunks. But um, I'm not big on the trunk space on it. But you do. You have a lot of like actual like leg room. Leg room. Like head maneuver room. room. Yeah, yeah, you have a lot of headroom. A lot. Yeah. A lot of foot. Shout out Kroger. What's up, Tesla? Ain't these burgers, bitch? What's up, Elon Musk? What's up, Elon? Holla at your boy. Smoke some weed. Westside. Hey, man, give us some Tesla so we can do a review. Elon, I need <laughs> you to send me man. lots of Bitcoin and dudes. And now I'm fucking with you. I love yeah, you. Tesla, right you're awesome, Austin too, Elon, man. you're amazing, bro. All hell, Elon. Right there in Austin, Texas. No time by. Oh, Texas, bitch. Mm. Elon, you're awesome. Just keep smoking weed. Get us to Mars. Mm. Get us to Jupiter. SpaceX. Exploit exploit the dark side of the moon. Man, I was supposed to make a run one time to go uh, do a delivery for SpaceX. 
And uh, oh man, I got a video taking it down to Brownsville. Oh, I actually actually have a video of SpaceX. I got a buddy of mine who was there. That's what's up. Oh, I'm pulling screen right now. I just I just wanted to load so I could just go in there and see what was going on. I'm gonna show you what it looks like. Hold on, Mm. my buddy was there. Let's get it. Hold on. Yeah, I got a buddy of mine who was actually at the SpaceX fucking. Um, hold on, he was there. Oh, let me see. It popped into my email. SpaceX pimping. SpaceX bitch. Hold on. I'm pull it up right now. Yeah, this is it right here. Hold on. Um, how do I do this? Uh, one second, guys. Let me figure out how to share a screen. Um, yeah, they was gonna give me fifteen, fifteen, sixteen hundred to drive a hundred and fifty pound pallet. Down to Brownsville, SpaceX down to Brownsville. Nice. Yeah, but where is this? How do I do this? Hit the screen, share screen. Hold on. Sorry, monitor capture. And I just wanted to see what the space, what, what kind of sit they were doing down there. Okay, here it is right I wanted to be a spy for a day. Check this out. Check this out. Monitor capture. Um, now the kid, I just want to be an astronaut, so I just want to see what they were doing. <laughs> Satellite. Huh? Satellite. Hold on. Stand by. Let me do this real quick. Uh, where is that monitor capture? Put this at the front. Order, top, transition. There we go. Yeah, my buddy was out there at SpaceX. Look at that shit, guys. Ain't that crazy? Let's see. Can you see it? Yeah, it's on there now. Yeah. Yeah, bro. My buddy Robert. Shout out to Robert Johnson. He's uh, one of my buddies, uh, one of my Costa Rican buddies, uh-huh. and a uh, real estate agent out here in Galveston. So you need a good real estate agent. Holla at that boy, Robert Johnson. That's down in Brownsville? Yeah, he drove out there with his Tesla. Hold on. Mm. I think I got some more pictures. Oh, he, w- he went there the day before because it was supposed to launch. Huh. Let me see. Is it loading? Hopefully he didn't see me no bitches. <laughs> yeah, there he is. That's my boy, Robert Johnson. Yeah. yeah, he's out there at SpaceX. Disclaimer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I don't, hopefully, you didn't see me no bitches. Yeah. No bitches. Yeah. yeah, so shout out to Robert Johnson. <clears throat> Let's see what we got here. How do I undo this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, bro. So, I mean, there's nothing more cooler than that. You know, yeah, it's, bro. Like, it's like you're a big ass kid. It's like, dude, this shit is amazing. Yeah, man, we give you some of everything over here at the King's Out of the Day podcast. Yeah, I know a lot of people. Rockets and shit, you know what I'm talking about? Rockets and shit, bitch. <laughs> to the moon, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite movie? Man, I got a couple, bro. Coming to America, The Five Heartbeats, Life. Life was good. Rain Claude. Mm-hmm. Those are Consequences like my, repercussions in your ass. Those are like my three favorite I'm movies. Your man. I would say my my favorite probably be Coming to America. The first one. Coming to America was real good. Mm-hmm. The boy's got his own money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Soil Royal Oats. Soul Glow. Mm-hmm. Let me see what I am. Who the suck in it, Jeffy? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to I was kind of a very 80s um, 80s guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really big into like the two Corys, Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, mm-hmm. um, Silver Bullet, License to Drive, The Lost, mm-hmm. Lost Boys. Um, 
What else did I have? They had a couple other ones. Uh, I was really big into like 16 Candles, Molly Ringwald. Oh, Bre- yeah. Bre- Bre- Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Yeah. 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 Um, That's one of my favorite movies too, man. Yeah, I can. I mean, these are movies that I can just watch over and over and over again and never get tired. Never of. Never get tired of them. Um, I really like The Godfather, um, but it's but like really, it's kind of like the you know the she, Casino it, used to be one of my favorites too. Yeah, but anything that really kind of caught the young me, you know, it's just kind of simpler times. So like the mm-hmm. Goonies, you know, um, I honestly think like they should probably re. I think what they should remake. Mm-hmm. Or, or create prequels or sequels to is the Goonies. I think they should do. They really should probably do like maybe an updated Breakfast Club just to kind of see how would that apply now, or would he would even be applicable? You know, mm. um, I honestly believe that they should do a Lost Boys prequel. I've been actually writing this shit forever. You know, the way the movie started and the way the movie ended just didn't satisfy me. I honestly think that they should do a prequel of the movie where. Um, you remember like when he said 1906 when the big one hit San Francisco mm-hmm. and then the hotel went into the crack? Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's where the movie should start. They should do a prequel and they should do a prequel of David on on how he became a vampire. Mm-hmm. You know, 1906. Most most like, you know, kind of like what interview with a vampire. Remember with, yeah. Brad, with Brad Pitt? It was kind yeah. of in San Francisco back in like the late, late 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah. Is when it took place. It was also took place in New Orleans. Um I think they should kind of do that on how he was made. I think it should be um, how David was made, and it should took it should have took place during the, you know during the uh, during that earthquake. Yeah, you know, and they should and they should kind of do a darker side of it because one thing about the Lost Boys, in my honest opinion, Lost Boys, in my opinion, was the greatest vampire movie ever because it was very dark and it, and the motherfuckers were just brutal murderers. It, they didn't sparkle, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like initiation's over, Michael. Time mm-hmm. to join the club, you know, and they yeah. didn't give a fuck, dude. You know, I mean, just everything about it was great. So I just kind of feel that um, that would be a very good addition. You know, I think the world needs that. Um, they mm. were talking about maybe doing a sequel, a Godfather Four with Andy. Was it Andy Garcia? Was he I think the? So. Yeah, there. Uh, I think that the world needs another Godfather. Um. What's it called? Um, hmm, trying to think what the world needs. Um, <laughs> the a lot of these movies they they put they're putting together are just not good, bro. They're they're poorly written. Like like they need more Riddick, you know. Mm. It, 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 even though uh, like I like Vin Diesel, I just think he's a very you know, he's a very one way actor. He's so yeah, you get like exactly, Liam Neeson and uh, they're the same character, uh, going, Jason Statham. I am going to do something to you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna threaten you, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna fuck you up real bad. You're gonna make a big mistake, and I'm gonna put a spike in your ass. Yeah, same die. character every movie. Yeah, um, but I like Vin Diesel because he kind of went outside of the outside the box with uh Riddick mm-hmm. because it is sci-fi and uh but it's cool you know I, I I like it I like it a lot so I think that they should kind of do like a Riddick on Furia you know where where he originated you know why yeah, his, from, why, yeah. why his eyes are the way that they are um you know uh his those his inner powers you know I, it, it, I just think it's a great movie um I don't, I don't know I think they should do another blade Actually, they are. They with, are. With, with Wesley no, Snipes, though. They're not doing it with Wesley Snipes, though. No, they are. That's they, what I'm saying. They yeah. should. 
So um, he saved Marvel. I didn't know that. Yeah, I did not know that. I didn't even know Blade was a, was okay. I have a question: Was Blade a fictional character? Or was Blade actually a Marvel character? Because yeah, I have no recollection of of him of and that they, story. Marvel was going out of business. They made the Blade movie and it fucking brought him back. But no, my question is: Is was Blade a Marvel character? Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Shout out to. I was Jeff. just saying he saved he saved him. He saved Marvel at the time. <clears throat> Trying to think. I think honestly, there's too many Marvel movies. And he's a real martial artist. Yeah, I think there's too many Marvel movies. I'm like, I'm good with the Avengers, you know. But it's like, how many fucking Spider Mans you gonna have? You know, they keep recasting it. It's the same shit over and over and over again. You know, yeah. and it's like, dude, pick a character and stick to it. So that's yeah. the reason why I kind of I can stomach or I can kind of yeah. Tolerate. But that was that was Sony, you know. That's why I, I tolerate. Um, the, the the later Marvel movies, the Avengers, because mm-hmm. they they pick a cast and they stick with it, you know. Yeah. And then the the other thing is, is they do it in the right order, you know. So so it's kind of like you know a collective. It's almost like a rap group. Uh, like Marvel movies are like it's like the Hot Boys, you know. It's like it's all it's it doesn't matter what movie you're watching or what song you're, or what album you're listening to. It's a collective. It's yeah. always the Hot Boys. It can yeah. be B G Turk, Wayne, Juve, yeah, Manny Fresh, Birdman. Hot yeah. Boys, Cash Money Records. So that's one thing I like about, you know, um, Marvel is Marvel is kind of like Cash Money Records. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is you're watching, there's always going to be some kind of, you know, there's always going to be a collective. A in cameo, every, a tie-in or some kind. Correct. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so the story just kind of, okay, okay, you can follow the story. What I don't like about Spider-Man is it's all over the place. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's like, all right, so which one does this connect to? Or the X-Men doesn't really, you know, the earlier, you know, the earlier seasons, it, it just didn't follow the, the storyline did not kind of intercommunicate with the other movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, was but just, that was, you know, you know, in Avengers, in, in the Avengers, the Guardians of the Galaxy, that's universal. See, I didn't know that. So, yeah. I'm just kind of just judging it as a Marvel. If you're Marvel, keep it, keep it all same story. Yeah. You know, or, or let, allow the storyline to complement each other. You know, and, and so that's why, like, I think that's why most DC movies failed. Yeah, DC is DC movies be horrible. Yeah, I would say the best Batman that they ever put out was the one with fucking um, what was the the Batman Returns? Yeah, that was to me that was oh, the best one. Oh, absolutely, I loved that it. That was the best one. Absolutely loved it. They they they, sheesh, man. They cartoons are good when they do their cartoon movies. They're yeah. good. Yeah, the actual movies with real people. Yeah, it's horrible. I would say the very okay the very first Batman with Michael Keaton was good. Yeah, and uh, with uh, who was the Joker? That was Jack Nicholson, and then uh, they came out with the uh, American Psycho one, you know, mm-hmm. that and uh, with Heath Ledger, mm-hmm. very good. Um, but then after that, no, yeah, no. Then they did one with uh, J Lo's husband, yeah, which ben I, Affleck. yeah, I didn't care for that one. Yeah, that, that, those are trash, man. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. What's the what's the one with what's the one with Will Smith plays like a sniper, and you got the one dude they catch on fire. And it was just horrible, man. It was a horrible, the comedy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, a Suicide Squad. The, the comedy is horrible. That was horrible. That movie was horrible. Absolutely horrible. And then you had the Joker with the teeth and all that shit. And it's like, okay, I 
It, 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 I mean, the, the, the photography it, was good. Yeah, and that was about it. The the story was terrible. Stories, horrible. Yeah. And then the last one, they tried to make it funny. They tried to tie some comedy, kind of like a like a, a Marvel uh, Avengers movie. It didn't work. It didn't work. Nope. Yeah, it's like man, like we grew up on comic books, man. We used to go to the comic book store and collect comic oh, books. I collect comic like, books, and it's like they kill it, man. You got all these hopes, and it's like they just kill it with this movie that they make. Yeah. It's like they let you down. Yeah. It's like the first couple of Transformers movies. I wasn't I wasn't into them either. But this yeah. last one, this last one with the beast, with the beast, man, that fantastic. was good. It's fan that fantastic. was good. Yeah, yeah. They well, they put some thought into it. You know. Yeah. Let's see, what we got here. Yeah, we come from the original Transformers, man. We seen mm-hmm. it. We seen it evolve. You got the power. You got the touch. You got the touch. Bing, what y'all know about Rodimus Prime? Bing. What y'all know about Rodimus Prime? Yeah. What y'all know about Omega Supreme, bitch? Uh. What y'all know about Grimlock? <laughs> you ain't got Grimlock, you ain't shit. Dinobots yeah. transform, bitch. Yeah. Me, Grimlock, leader. Yeah. The coldest fucking Decepticon was Starscream. I'm gonna tell you why. why Starscream that? was the coldest motherfucker ever. You know why? Because he wanted to be the boss. Yeah, he won't, he's always trying. <laughs> and, you know, every time, every time Megatron was, 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 was like, I don't know, if he even tripped on a fucking he tripped on a fucking stone he was ready to kill him yeah and then one time one time star stream actually got megatron's gun yeah and he's like i'm going to kill you i am the new leader of decepticons that was like, yep. he, he didn't give a fuck bro he was yeah star screen was a was the backstab hate hate <laughs> motherfucker dude like for real yeah he did not like megatron dude yeah, he, he was, blasted him yeah, a few times. He blasted him a couple times, about three times. Three times. And then dumped him into space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <laughs> Autobots didn't have that problem, dude. Nah. Decepticons had a mutiny. Yeah. Them motherfuckers had a fucking mutiny. <laughs> like, for real. Yeah. Panther ain't trying to fucking beat up fucking Chitara. Yeah. Panther ain't trying to fucking beat up Lino. Nah. Panther knew his place. They played their positions. Yeah. Donatello was not trying to fuck up fucking uh, Raphael. Yeah, Leonardo. Everybody, everybody knew their place. You know, not Starscream. That motherfucker didn't give a fuck, dude. He was mm-hmm. teaching. He was just teaching us like, man, we got a snake in the grass. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's his problem? He don't take orders. Yeah. Orders. I don't take orders. He get caught and ask for forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It, it'd be gr- you know what's funny? You know the same voice of Starscream as Cobra Commander? Huh. Think about it. Yeah. Cobra Commander. Yeah. That raspy, high-pitched voice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was broke back in the day, so everybody wasn't getting paid. They even had real Sergeant oh, yeah. Slaughter. You know, they, they were casting Sergeant Slaughter's voiceover. Mm-hmm. So, let me see what we got here. Um, let's see. Greatest conversation with Taxi Driver. We haven't even talked about that yet. Uh, let's see. Do you know the Constitution? We'll talk about it on another episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite foods and restaurants. What you got? My favorite food is carne asada fries, bro. Now, for for people that are not there, they're gringo. What are carne? Alexa, what's a carne asada? Carne asada refers to grilled and sliced beef, usually marinated, which may include skirt steak, flat meat, flank steak, or chuck steak. The meat is usually grilled or seared and served on a platter with accompanying vegetables and sauces. It is a popular Mexican dish that is enjoyed in Mexico and throughout Latin America. Mm-hmm. And you know we from Texas, but I used to live in I used to live in San Diego, Carnia and there was a beach. place called uh, Santana's on Rosecrans, man. 
I used to go to Santana's and get me a carne asada fries. Well, I fell in love. We got a so place here. So we, fajita fries, basically? We got a, man, we got a place here called Cali Bomnia yeah. in Houston, Texas, off Kirkendall. Kayukendall? Yeah, Kayukendall. Kayukendall? Yeah. Man. The dude from Cali. Yeah. Going inside the fries off the chain, bro. So are they crinkle are they crinkle cut or they McDonald's fries? Are they crinkle cut, man? Yeah. Either Cr- or crinkle cut goes hard. My yeah. neighbor, uh shout out to again, shout out to Anthony Petter. My neighbor took me to this fucking chicken place over there in um fucking um Clear Lake. I forgot the name of it, but basically what it is, it's a bed of French fries, mm-hmm. and they take fucking uh, uh, chicken strips, and they cut them up into pieces, and they take macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. and they hit it with fucking, um, uh, it was fucking good, dude. Okay, number one, you can't fuck up crinkle cut fries, all right? Crinkle cut is the shit. Uh, so it's salty, it's good, it's, it holds grease good, it's, mm. just, it's just perfect, especially if you don't burn them. What's the name of this place? Uh, I'll look it up on Google Maps. Uh, actually, you know what? Stand by. But let me tell a story. <laughs> let me tell a story because I'm on a roll here. Um, so what they do is they, it's like, it's almost like a bowl. It, so it's so, so then they also had like chicken and waffles there too. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's like, it was $12. You get like a, it's like a, a bowl of, uh, of uh, crinkle cut fries. It had macaroni and cheese um, with, um, with uh, like large Cut uh, chicken strips cut up into little cubes, mm-hmm. and then they hit it with like a mayonnaise sauce with with the hot sauce. It's fucking good, fucking good, bro. Yeah, I think I just seen the Instagram post yesterday. Hold on, I'm gonna pull up right now. I can tell you exactly where it is. Mm-hmm. One second, it was over there near Clear Lake. Yeah, I think I see the Instagram post. Hold on, Webster. It was looking good. What you're describing is exactly what I saw yesterday. Yeah, dude, it was fucking good. It's over there off of, it's not NASA Road 1. It was off of fucking uh, Bay Area Boulevard. It's right here. Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Shit, we got a spot called Twisted Grilled Cheese. I want to check out too here in Houston. Get some twist. Yeah, yeah. Why are we talking about twist? Twist that tea, bitch. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Let's see what we got here. Uh, uh, you twist it with your bar tea. You gonna shout them out? Twist the tea. Man. Chicken. If life is getting twisted, or you just want to get twisted, grab some twisted tea. And make sure you check out Twisted Tea, Sweet Tea Whiskey. And check out Story Time with Tea. It's my drink of choice. Tell us about your most recent episode. I actually got a question for you about that episode. Let's go. Let's get it. Right, so the name of the episode is called Like a Pimp. My most recent, episode okay. 14. The name of the place is called Urban Bird Hot Chicken. Urban oh, yeah. Bird Hot Chicken. That's the name of the place. So the website is urbanbirdhotchicken.com. That's the website. So for the audience, if you guys want to try something out, actually, I do recommend the place. Uh-huh. It actually, it was not bad. Uh, you, the address is uh, 19325 Gulf Freeway South uh, in Webster, Texas. The phone number is 832-932-9580. They're not paying me, so but mm. the food was fucking good. So. Yeah, tell them the King Start of the Day podcast. King Start of the Day podcast sent you. Yeah. Shout out to King Dave and T Swizzle. T Swizzle. 45 South. 45 South, bitch. Urban Bird Hot Chicken. And you can say exactly. Yeah, tell them King Start of the Day sent you. Yeah, it, it, yeah. honestly, it is very fantastic. It's very good. It was very good. It was very well priced, about 12 bucks. Um, and uh, I will return. Huh. Um, what else do you like? I shall return. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. I'm getting off topic. Okay. Um, like a pimp? Yeah. Yeah, I got a couple questions for you about that. Let's get it. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, the dude, okay. So, just just give us the short and skinny of uh, the story. 
if uh, for the audience that, that, that may not have caught it. Okay, the episode 14 of uh, Storytime with T. There was two parts, two stories in there, uh, two two different occasions where I was propositioned kind of to be like a pimp. Um, first story, I worked with a guy in the Navy. He's from California. He used to work. We had these clubs out in Biloxi. I was stationed in Mississippi and in Pasigula. In Biloxi, they had these three major clubs. The guy, the three major clubs were owned by one person. He owned about five or six clubs, but the three biggest clubs out there on the strip on the beach, he owned them. The guy that I worked with in the Navy was selling drugs in the club for the club owner. Hey. Hey. Like you girls get mine on the floor. I had to play, like I had to play story appropriate music. Yeah. Uh. They was getting down. Hey. I get down on the floor. Alright. So. Alright. Continue. So, um. He would sell drugs in the club for the club owner, man. Cocaine, ecstasy, all kind of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one day, man, he asked me to, you know, come take lunch with him. And I was like, I was kind of like, what's up? So he invited me to lunch. He said he paid for it. So we went to the base McDonald's. Cause I was just going to eat on the ship. But we went out to the base McDonald's, man. He pulled out a roll of money. My baby had a rubber band around it. And he was lower ranked than me. about two, three ranks lower than me. I was at E5 at the time. I'm like... Man, where the hell did he get this money from? So he tells yeah, me, he's like, hey, bro. He said, you cool, so I'll let you know. He said, man, I sell drugs. You know, I sell drugs for the club on out there in Biloxi. He said, sometimes I also, he got these chicks, and sometimes I pick them up and drop them off. He's looking for another driver. Up, and I told him I had somebody in mind. He said, you're the only person beats. cool. So I, I tell you. And so he uh he told me, he said, hey, man, uh, pay $500 a night. You pick these chicks up, man, drop them off. It's, you know, things get bad. You got to go in there and go get them. You go in there and go get them, man. But it's $500 a night. So I told him, I said, man, let me think about it, man. Let me run it by my wife at the time. He why, was like, he Why was like, would okay. you even tell her this? Because she got to know where her husband at, man. man like, I would have told her nothing. You knew this shit was sketch. You knew it was sketch. You going in the middle of the night and then you come up missing. Shouldn't your wife know where you at? Why would you be? What, well, I would have never told her what I was doing. I'm like, I work overnights at fucking Sam's. I'm in the, I'm in the fucking military, bro. I work overnight <laughs> at fucking Sam's Wholesale Club or some shit like that. Yeah. I, I'd have made, it's I, a I small have time. It's a small I, time. I'm on, know I'm on duty. I didn't tell her I was on booty duty, but I'm on duty. So, uh, now my wife wasn't, the wife at the time, she wasn't having it because she was like, you'll probably be knocking them down. You ain't finna be no pimp. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, and I thought about it, and I was like, nah, bro, I can't, I can't do it. Because I was thinking about the dangers of it. It's already drugs involved. And then I'm going to have to be be fighting with customers. Nah, yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah, yeah. Nah, y'all making, y'all making tens of thousands. You going to give me 500 bucks a night? Yeah. And then the, uh, that's shit, good, I'm, putting, I'm putting my life on the line. Yeah, that's, that's $182,000 a year. Yeah, but you're putting your life on the line for $84 a day. Shit, my life wasn't on the line in the Navy. Your life was on the line, sir. I was a sonar tech, bro. I sat in an air-conditioned spot. Eric, $84 a day, sir, or whatever it equates to. I don't know. You probably made more than me. You're higher ranking than me. I was making $84 a day, folks. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. I was broke. And then my second story was that I met a stripper. I was down in South Texas. Me and Dave were both stationed down in Ingleside, yeah, Texas. Yeah, I remember them days. Uh, 35 miles uh, south of Corpus Christi. And uh, this chick, man, she was... Uh, she had a pimp. She ran away. She was from San Antonio, where she lived in San Antonio, and the pimp tried to kill her. So she came on down to uh, our part of Texas to hide. But all she knew is uh, all she knew how to do was sell her body and strip. 
So I was in the club one night with my homeboy, and she introduced herself. And she had asked me, you know, she said I was cute and I was cool. She liked to go out. So I said, okay, cool. She's like, what you doing tomorrow? I was like, Shit, nothing. We can go out. And so I called her. She gave me her number. I called her up, and she was surprised I actually called her to go out. And she said, oh, let me get ready. So we went and hung out, and we became cool. And then it got to the point that we're like, man, I was hanging out with her all the time. And her car broke down. I would pick her up, drop her off at the strip club. I'm at the strip club all the time to where I know all the strippers. They walking around butt naked all the time. It's like they got clothes on because I done seen them. <laughs> no nah, man, I wasn't in love with no stripper. I was cool with a stripper. That's right. She has a nice shape on her. Shout out to T Pizzle. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, she did. And so, uh, I'll tell you my story time with you when I met Crazy Nicole. Yeah. We'll talk about that another day. Yeah, but we, we became cool. But she had some issues. And she, she was married too, man. But uh, if you want to get the rest of the story, man, check it out on Storytime. Story time ain't going to run it for you. It's available right now to watch Spotify. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, all cast, Audible, yeah, all, all cast. the cast. Actually, it's all up on the fucking screen. Let's go. We'll go from here to there. Exactly. All right. It's on Snap, Tidal, Afropods, Deezer, Twitch, TikTok, Rumble, Rumble, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, SiriusXM, Spotify, mm-hmm. Pandora, Amazon Music, Audible, Ask Alexa. Holla at your boy. Ask Alexa. Play yeah. T Swin. Play music by T Swin and play the King. Uh, 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 King Star Day, Day podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yes, sir. Yeah. Castbox from Radio Public. Uh, and and TuneIn as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to put that logo on there. We're on TuneIn. Um, yeah, dude. While while, while, while T Swin was out there in South Texas, I, well, I, well, I, I did a little What was the Texas. question you wanted to ask, though? My about question. either situation. My question was why didn't you take the job? Because I told you I, th- I thought about the danger and stuff like that. Danger. You ain't afraid of nothing. Jeez. I had I had a family to take care of. <laughs> I, I would have did the job. My boy was single. My boy, he was single, no kids, no nothing. He ain't had nothing to worry I about. I did the job. See, I was already I already had a family. This is funny. This is a true story. Um, mm-hmm. Story time with the Dave. <laughs> Back when I was fucking. Um, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I have to play the uh, appropriate music. Let's get it. What you got? Okay. Back in my um, how we do? Yeah, it's real, man. This yeah. shit. Yeah. Back, back in the, you know, in my my Navy come days. On, man. Be cool, man. Yeah. When I was out there, back in my days, when I was over there selling cigarettes on smoke day, and just kind of being myself. Anyway, I still wasn't satisfied. I can't remember what that dude's name was. Alright. Alright. So anyway, so I'm out there on the smoke. You know, mm-hmm. I'm out there, you know, I was out there hustling, you know, back in A school in, yeah. I was in the Navy. And I was I was really making a lot of money. I also graduated 22 weeks behind schedule. You know, and uh, I was honestly seriously at that time frame, I was seriously considering just, just like going AWOL and just like I don't want to do it anymore. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I had a buddy of mine named Jeff. 
And he had this, I forget, dude, I forget, for the life of me, I can't remember this dude's name. But all I knew is the dude was Native American. He was a Native American guy. You could see it. You know, I mean, he was, it was blatantly obvious. Distinctive features. Oh, God, yeah. And um, him and my buddy Jeff um, were going to go AWOL. They were, if you don't know what that means, they were basically just going to. Absent without leave. They're basically going to quit the military and never come run back. Run away. Yeah, they're going to run away and they're going to be declared deserters. Um, you know, Time of war that's punishable by death. By death. Yeah. So anyway, so um, the I forgot. Uh, we're just gonna call the guy John. I don't remember his name. Dear John. So uh, we're gonna call the guy John. So um, I think his name was Warham. Hmm. We're just called John. We're just called John. So anyway, um, huh. so John was connected with the. Uh, this is I can't believe I'm telling the story. John was actually connected with Vivid Pictures, like the fucking porn. Porno company. Yeah, yeah. He was actually connected with uh, with them. I think like he had a, like a uh, a girlfriend or somebody that actually worked for them. That was she was she actually did all the casting and this that and the other. So my buddy Jeff actually went AWOL with this dude. They fucking like they ran away and this that and the other and they went to Vegas. Mm-hmm. They went out to fucking Vegas and uh, I was like, well, fuck, dude, I want to go to Vegas. <coughs> so I, so they were telling me how much that um the uh, the 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 guys you know the the, the male fucking you know. The, you know the studs you know were over there power driving these bitches how much they were getting paid I'm like dude you gotta be joking they were telling me how much they were getting paid it was like a little more than what you were talking about and I'm like you get paid that much money and all, and you get to plow through bitches all day long he's like yeah. yeah I'm like well fuck I wanna be a porn star so yeah I was told 2500 so, no it wasn't that much I was uh, told 2500 3000 dollars a movie yeah no I think it was kind of like nine, San Diego California I, I think it was like 900 to maybe 1500 dollars per per scene I guess they 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 they, they were going to pay but they guaranteed you like it's like yeah dude you're going to be just fucking you know just plowing like six ways from fucking <laughs> you know six ways from Sunday I'm like oh, I was man. like I was like 21 years old I'm like man I want to plow I'm Mr. Yeah. Plow that is my name that name again is Mr. Plow exactly. yeah so I'm like, I'm game, dude. Shit. Yeah. You know, so I'm over here hustling and, you know, just, you know, doing all kinds of fucking loan sharking. I basically yeah, in so yeah. many words. And I'm like, you know what? I, I, my mind was just so anti, like, I don't want to be here anymore. I, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm making too much money. You know? And yeah. I'm like, so I was literally getting ready to fucking, I literally was getting ready to fucking go AWOL. Like, for real. They were already gone. They're already in Vegas. And some, <laughs> what ends up happening was like, I think a week before I was supposed to leave. Yeah. She, the girlfriend fucking leaves him and leaves it and leaves my buddy Jeff stranded out there in Vegas. So he literally had to catch a bus or he had to hitchhike back to the fucking uh, North Chicago <coughs> and then go through all the trouble of being, you know, declared a deserter. This, oh, that, yeah. 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 And he's told me, he's like, dude, I'm glad you didn't go, bro, because that would have fucked you royally. Because, like, yeah, him and the girlfriend, he was he was like a, the problem was the dude, the, the, the John, he was a fucking, just a drunk, dude. Just like a, a angry drunk. And he was just, oh, dude, yeah, like a violent alcoholic. So I think him and the girlfriend got into it and he beat her up or some shit like that. So she just stranded his ass out there in Vegas. And mm. um, so he was just like, that was it. He never came back to send the other. And then Jeff kind of, you know, finagled his way back in and they basically they uh, they I think you went to captain's mass but yeah they kicked him out yeah they did yeah they kicked him out but that would have been me I would I would have been I would have been doing no plowing <laughs> so, suppose, so supposedly they get, did they did they get into making the movies 
No, well, the thing was his girlfriend was control. She, she was like, uh, uh, I don't think she was a, a VP, but she was like head of casting. Now I'm talking about them. Did they get into making the movies? No. Mm. I had an interview set up one time, man, when I was in San Diego. And they told me, man, it was $2,500, $3,000 a movie. Hanging out with Steed. And they, said, and they said it only take, uh, it said, it, we, you know, we do a shooting one day. It don't take so many hours. And I was like, man, I didn't go because I was like, man, I hate for my parents to see me. And somebody be like, hey, man, I see you, son. He's on the plowing. <laughs> Mr. Plow. But, hey, you brought up vivid videos, right? Yeah. Tell them who we met Who we met when we was in high school. Who do we meet? Oh, yeah, we met a few of them. Uh, who who, who do we meet? That's that? one of the, the biggest, one of the biggest names. Gen, it was Jenna Jameson, I think, Jenna right? Jameson. Yeah. We met her when we was in high school. We had no business up in that place Me, either. Me, Dave, and my twin brother <laughs> met Jenna Jameson. We was like 17. <laughs> we had no business up in that place either. <laughs> it was an adult video store. Yeah. And we used to, it's not there anymore. It's called Video X Hit. It was Video X Hit. Yeah. And we used to, they used to have porno stars coming there. I was, corn stars, how you know, you know, YouTube be tripping. They used to come there and they would take pictures. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, and they used to take pictures. So sometimes we would walk to the skating ring and we had to walk past this adult store. Yeah. So we would go in there, man. And me, I've been having a beard since I was 14. Yeah, we were all underage and shit. Yeah, we were well, like 15, me, 17, 16. Yeah, me and Twin going up like there. grown people, man. But we'd go in there and we'd go around and then we talked to the owner and stuff like that. He didn't give a fuck. He just stopped he caring. Cool. And he showed us the, little, the, the photo book he got while all the porn stars that would come there. They would come there. Take photo, you know, do autographs and stuff. He showed. He said, "Matter of fact, we got one coming this week," and he told us. Mm-hmm. So we came back that day. Yeah, <laughs> me, Dave, yeah. and, and Twin. Yeah, you guys should take a picture, squeezing their tits and everything. Hey, and they yeah, do Polaroids. Yeah, they do Polaroids. Polaroids. Yeah. So the place was filled with mirrors on the wall. Yeah, and one of the one of the part of the wall was a room. It looked like a room wasn't it because they had a, they had a shelf with videotapes in front of it, but they would move it out the way, and it was a room back there where they would take pictures with the porno stars. Yeah. So man. <laughs> I know people like man, damn T Swin. All your stories deal with strippers and pimps and punk. hey man, ain't lying, dude. It's, it's real life. He ain't lying. So we go in. We show up that day because he told us the star was coming. Hey, you guys want to come back and start on video? So we walk in there and show love. We see we see this woman star. She's sitting on a chair. All she has, she got on some stilettos, a white t shirt, and she got a hat pinned up. Yep, that's it. White t shirt. Like all she got on there. You can see through the t shirt. And it was a white T-shirt, and it was it was like a picture of her, like kind of drawing on it, yeah, with black and green ink, yeah, you know. <laughs> so she's sitting there, and there's a line of old ass men, dirty ass old men, dirty old men, yeah. We talking about 60, 70 years old. They got they all standing up there, and she had a little packet, she had a little, little uh, souvenir packet, a whole like pack. autograph, yeah, it was a whole pack for thirty dollars. You got a T-shirt, you got her latest video. You got to take a picture with Some her. Sin and underwear. Yeah, and you got two tickets. Yeah, you got tickets to the Ritz Strip, strip Club yeah, where she was, was going to be dancing late that, that night. Yeah. yeah. So, man, we come up in there and she sees us and she's happy to see us because we're young. young. We're the youngest people. Yeah. <laughs> so she tells us to come here. We up there, man. We talking to her. We have no idea who she is. This is Jenna Jameson. Yeah. And, and so, and man, she hugged <laughs> us and everything she had. She talked to us for a while. Yeah. The old, the old, the dirty there old men were getting dogs. upset. They yeah. was getting upset, and they, they were bumping each other, trying to get closer. And they, and then one of them bumped into her shoulder. She's like, "Hey, man, get the back," you know. Yeah. But she talked to us for a minute, man. Yeah. She gave us a hug. Yeah. She kissed us on the cheek. I, I, I had curly hair, so I was a little more attractive at the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She gave us our hugs and told us to come back. And uh, she tried to get us to buy her, <laughs> buy her pack. We didn't have any money. We didn't uh, have enough money between the three of yeah. us. We couldn't have enough money by one of them. Uh-uh. Oh man! But true story. We yeah. met Jenna Jameson. Nah, we, man. Oh, we used to go up in that bitch like for. Nah, we yeah. used to go up in that bitch. Be standing in the little dirty rooms. 
So, because the thing was, like, you, you, you know, you couldn't, because this is before the internet, you know? So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, if you can get your hands on some, like, a black tail or some shit like that, or a black hustler or whatever, yeah, like, yeah, right, yeah. Right, that was the only place you go get it. You know, because, I mean, God, for, you, the thing is, they sold them at, like, at fucking Safeway or whatever. Shout out to Safeway. They, they sold it. They sold it to Step and Go behind but, the counter. Yeah, but. Where yeah, everybody can see you. But they know, but they know your parents, <laughs> they know too. Your parents. So they know your fucking parents. So you had to go to Video X6 because they had to say shit. Then when you buy it, you'd have to put the shit, like, in your pants. And you'd be walking home, like, crinkling. Be, you know, you'd be, you'd be crinkling, walking around. You know, sound like plastic. Yeah. You, you get, so the thing is that Video X hits, they used to sell, like, the, the it was called the Black Pack. Yeah. And it would be, like. 10 of them motherfuckers and you get them for like $30 or some shit like I'll pay $30 for that yeah. you know and you had like a lifetime supply or whatever it was that, that would help you get by you know yeah. and uh, <laughs> so yeah. then so help you get by they help you get by so then they mm-hmm. had like them dirty rooms in the back where you put like the, the main thing is you, it would be like a stall you yeah. go in there and they, you had this dude mopping the floor, you know what's on that floor. And he'd be, he'd be like, that's some nasty shit, bro. So everybody, we would go in there. Was, I don't remember what time. I think it was me, you, Lonnie, and uh, I think it was Terrell. Yeah. And uh, we went up in there, and we're all standing. We're all, like, standing on top of the fucking, on top of the stairs, because we knew that shit was dirty. And we like, putting dollars in there, like, man, this shit is crazy. This shit is fucking crazy. Hey, we, man. we flipped through the four scenes and everything, yeah, and I'm like. The adventures of young men. Yeah. We was some dirty, horny little motherfuckers, man. But, you know, it was what it was. It's before the internet, folks. Yeah, yeah. Before the internet. And we weren't fucking, you know? So we were all virgins. It was what it was. But, yeah, those were the good old days. Those were the good old days, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. Video, shout out to Video X Hits. It's a, yeah. it's a pawn shop now. Yeah, it is so, now. That shit is hilarious. Those are the good old days. So, yeah. What was the first strip club you went to? Oh, man. First the very club. first one. I would probably say, man, Illinois, man. Oh, yeah. Boot camp. Fresh out of boot camp. Okay. You know what? Was it the very first? Yeah, the very first. They no, know no, everybody. No, they know, they no, know everybody. No, because I lived in the strip club before I joined. Yeah, see, we was yeah, up, see we was up I was 18 when I got in. Yes. No, I, I, joined, I, didn't, I enlisted when I was fucking 20. Yeah. But, yeah, me and fucking your brother was at, at fucking um, Diamonds and fucking... Um, no, 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 Scores. That was one of the cool, that was honestly, it was one of the coldest fucking strip clubs ever. One of the coldest black owned uh, strip club. That was Horseman's Club. That was Horseman's Club. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had some bad motherfuckers in there, dude. And the thing back in the day, it was all new. It was all yeah. new. And they, they, you could see like through their uterus. You're like, God damn, dude. You're like 18 years old <laughs> looking at some bitch's fucking uterus. And you give her a dollar, like, all right, you know. Back then, though, the thing oh, was... Oh, this for a dollar? Yeah, bro, man. Like, the thing was, like, I didn't really need a lot of game because I was very handsome back then. So all I had to do was fucking just, like, speak. You're like, all right. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, yeah, so, the my, main, uh, so the main thing was, it was easy to pull chicks back in the day because yeah. like, the thing was, they used to have this after hours called cornbreads. Yeah. It was a it was a 24-hour pool, pool hall. It never closed. Mm-hmm. So that was the after hours. So the strip that club didn't close until 6 in the morning anyway. So usually, if, like, if you actually had a connection with one of them one of them chicks, you could just pull her out of there. It's like, all right, let's go to fuck. The, the main thing, you just like, look, you hungry? You know, I got a car. You know, I mean, back in the day, if you had a car, bro, you was balling. <laughs> you was winning. Yeah, you was winning if you had a car because everybody was sharing rides back then. Yeah. So I had the Red Rooster. You know, yeah. so I used to pull all kinds of chicks out of there. And at the same time, I met, I was dating my wife at the time. So like I was cheating on her while I was fucking, because we weren't like uh, official. Like we were fighting and then fucking and fighting and fucking mm-hmm. and fighting. So I had bitches in the club and I had her too, you know, and I worked at the radio station. So it was awesome. So, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, but it was oh, it was so fun pulling bitches out of there. That 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 that, that 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 club was so awesome. Shout out to my cousin Darren, man. He used to manage, he used to be the manager at Onyx and, uh-huh. and, and Ritz, and, and uh, the management company had him go around. He would be the guy to get the, the uh, straighten up the strip clubs, break get them in order, break them in, and uh, he would get them in order. If they, Check the business was doing bad, something he'd get them in order, get them straight. Yeah, break them in. And uh, man, we used to go to my cousin, man, and we would give him our, our music. That's how we would test our music out. We'd go to the Y'all club. Go to nigga, play the song. Boom. That's how everybody did. Go to the strip club. If the strippers love and they shaking their ass to it, you got to win. Yeah, all right. Yeah, man. They ain't never shake their ass to my song. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you play a mad frog? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, those were good old days, man. Like, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. It was, but the thing was, it was, it was just, it, it was just simpler times. More, simpler time, it was, it was more innocent, you know, because it was like, you know, we really had no business there. We had nothing better to do, you know. We was broke, <laughs> like we didn't have, a, like, have a pot to piss in. So all, I mean, we literally lived off of fucking fumes and game. Yeah, man. That, that's one thing about being young. <clears throat> that's one thing about being young is like you literally live off a of fucking game. Yeah. You know, your game gets you everywhere. It ain't about money, because like you didn't need money to pull bitches out of there. All you had to do is just have a good mouthpiece. Yeah. You know, and be attractive. You know, and have a yeah. car. You had a car. Oh, that's half the battle. Because you give them bitches right. Because not all them bitches was broke. So you give them a ride home. <laughs> so here was my here was my biggest thing. This is what I did. You know, babe, Man. I love you, but you know this is what I used to be. It is what it is. You can't judge me. So anyway, so <laughs> this, is um, this is my past. 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 <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, so this so what, bitch, baby? Yeah, so my player call. This was my best player call. One. <laughs> Was yeah. are you hungry? Can I, uh, let's go. Can, you want to go to IHOP, right? And this was so. This was at Club IHOP. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, oh, bro. There used to be this IHOP, which was known to have all of the you know the other persuasions there, and that that bitch was crazy. Yeah. You know. And uh, remember, we uh, there was a dude we went to high school with who was yeah. dancing. I came we home. Did, we, he I was in drag. Home. The dude I was came. in fucking drag, and he's like, "I went to high school with you." I'm I like, "I came yeah. home to visit one time." Yeah. And we we had went to the club. We had went to the strip club, and then we stopped at the IHOP. At the back table, it was a bunch of uh, punks. I'll say drag queens, punks, drag queens. And so Twin and David tell me, "Hey man, John, one of, one of them dudes back there, is the guy that went to school with us. When now the, this guy used to be the quarterback. Yeah, had four gold teeth. He used to be the quarterback four, at our high four school. Four slugs. He had one of the prettiest black girls and his girlfriend. He yeah. had a kid in high school. Yeah, and this guy was in a dress." Yeah. With no with no shoulders on and no straps, doing the show his, and everything with his, with his bumpy, hairy chest, and he had fi- he had finger waves. Yeah, and he, he had, had lips on. You could see the stubble and the razor bumps from him shaving and he had all his makeup on. Yeah, and he was like, "Hey, twin, hey, David." And I'm like, "Man, who the hell is that?" Yeah, they're like, "Man, that's John." That's John. I was like, "We play football with him." I was like, "Man, he was on the fo- this dude. Yeah. He was like one of the most popular people in, in school." school. And I was like, man, I couldn't see it. Nah, before he was, school, bro, he was pimping, dude. Like, like, like for real. Like the dude was fucking pimping, dude. Like he had all the bitches. He was running through chicks. In yeah, high school. everybody knew him. To yeah. me, it didn't make no sense. He nah. already had a kid. He had a kid in high school already. And uh, and, and like toward the end of high school too, he, like he started changing. He just like he just cut his girlfriend off. Yeah, he it, stopped talking it, to it, her. It, She's it, like, I don't know what's wrong. It was with right him. right after graduation. I and then he started I growing. Saw, he started growing his hair. I saw him associating with everybody. I saw him on another occasion. I was see my girlfriend had a bunch of gay friends. Like uh, and again, I got nothing against gay people. So my girlfriend actually kind of opened up my world to that because her best friend was gay. So he, she used to always go to this club over there off of uh, was it Montrose and Elgin? I think it was called Rascals. It was basically the black gay club. So I'm like, all right, no big deal. We went. 
you know, and then it was funny. I actually went there with your brother. Your brother went there with me. And he against protest uh, under protest. He went. So um, John was over there dancing, it like doing a fucking like a show in the middle of the goddamn club. So Terrell was like, "Man, I, I've had, I've seen enough of this shit." So he goes to the bathroom. He goes to the bathroom and then yeah, punks up and they're getting it on in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> and the funny thing was, he was taking his shit up and then like, oh, he's a real man. He's always there taking his shit in the club. <laughs> man. So, so anyway, so after that, so we go to the fucking, uh, we go to Club IHOP and we see John there and we're sitting there eating dinner. Or eating breakfast or whatever, and he walks up. He's like, "I went to school with you." It was like, and Terrell was like, "Man, I went to school with you. And you were a fucking man, you know." And it was back then. We just didn't know how to handle it well, you know. But uh, we didn't handle that shit well at all. But they were everywhere, and it was like, "All right, whatever," you know. Man. But I've only been in one place like that one time because uh, it's this girl, man. She was fine, man. She's one of the finest girls in Corpus Christi. Girls man. were always dragging the gay clubs, and uh, she, but she went both ways. She's real fine. So I'm chilling at a bar in Ingleside, and she called me up. She said, hey, what you doing? I said, I'm at the bar in Ingleside. She was in Corpus Christi. She said, I'm at this club. What you doing tonight? You want to hang out? I said, cool. Yeah, I'll hang out. I said, where you at? So she gives me the address of this place that she at, and it's downtown Corpus Christi. Yeah. It's across from the city hall. Yeah. The only thing across from the city hall is it's a parking lot in this abandoned building. I used to be downtown a lot because I used to interact with the Corpus Christi Police Department. I used to be down. I used to be down there a bunch. Um, and, Fug so, and Fugitive Radio yeah. Studio was there too. <laughs> yeah, I used to be down because I was military police. Shout down out to Dusty. Yeah, man. What's up, Joe? Joe. And uh, Dollar Bill. Dollar What's up, Bill. Man? Hey, congratulations, Bob, Dollar Bill, on your marriage, bro. Billy, congratulations, Billy man. Bob Dollar Bob. Yeah. And so, so she tell me what you know. There's a club. I said, ain't no club there. She said, yeah, it is. I said, that's an abandoned building. Ain't nothing there. She said, nah, you'll see when you get here. So I said, all right. I, I, I said, all right, whatever you say. So I drive down there. I leave Ingleside, Texas, which is 30 miles away from Corpus Christi. I drive into Corpus. I get there and showing up. The parking lot is full. And there's a neon light hanging by the entrance of this building, which I believe ought to be an abandoned building, right? It's got, it's got an arrow saying open. I give her a call on the cell phone. She comes out the door. She's, I say, I'm parked in the back. She waves. She say, she said, yeah, I'm going to tell my friends we're getting ready to leave, and you're you, you going to take me with you. I say, all right. She said, well, come on in and have a beer. She didn't tell me what kind of club it was. Yeah. She ain't give me no heads up. I get out. I walk with her. She take me by the hand. We walk in the door. Oh, man. It's drag queens everywhere. It's dudes dancing with dudes. It's chicks dancing with chicks, dudes kissing dudes, and, chicks kissing dudes. what's so weird about Corpus Christi is it's such a small, tight niche community. Yeah. Like, everybody knows everybody. And then you see everybody's dirty laundry. But and you might be out. working with these motherfuckers. Right? But check this. I'm about yeah. to get to that. Yeah. Check this out. I'm military police. My memory is really good. And, and David can vouch for that. My oh, memory yeah. is really good. Oh, yeah. When I, I see a memory, face. My memory shit. His, I don't forget a face, bro. Yeah. So, and I'm, at, I'm working the gate. I see everybody that comes to the base. I see everybody's ID. I see their wives. I see their kids. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I walk in and I'm holding a girl. She got me by the hand. I walk in and I see so many people from the base. It's like ding, 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 ding. And you're like, oh, man. And everybody looking at me, they scared because they see me frown up. They see me frown up. And one of my friends, she was a police officer, my Puerto Rican friend, God rest her soul. She comes up and, and I knew she was gay. We was cool, man. We were we was super cool. Hanging with her and talking to her is like hanging around one of the guys. So she comes up. 
She said, hey, hey, Swinton, um, everybody's scared because they think you're going to tell on them. Because at that time, it was don't ask, don't tell. But if, yeah. you, if, the, if the military found out that you, you were gay, living an alternative they're gonna, life, they're going to kick you out. They process you out and sit you on your way. They might give you some money and send you home. And so she comes up to me and she says, um, she says, Swinton, everybody's scared that they think you're going to tell on them. And I say, uh, I say, no, nah, I ain't going to tell on nobody. But I don't forget no faces. Because some of these people were married. Right. That too. Right. And so living, living double lives. Yeah. So yeah. she was like, uh, she was like, okay, I'm gonna let everybody know, you know, they good. So she go tell everybody they cool. And old girl that I was with, she said, I'm finna tell my friends we finna leave. She said, just come to the bar, get a beer or something. So I go to the bar. At this time, man, I'm wearing dickies. I got the black dickie shirt on, dickie band, Air Force Ones. I'm grilled up. Thanks to my boy D. I had the top eight. D did my top eight. Yeah. Uh, TV Johnny did my bottom K9s, man. Yeah. And so I'm in the club. I go to the bar. It's a big swole dude at the bar. The bartender swole. Big Hispanic brother. Right? Yeah. He says, uh, she said, get you a drink. Why tell my friends? Man, I, I got my back to the bar because I don't want nobody looking at my ass. <laughs> I said, like, ain't nobody looking at my ass tonight. Yeah. And so I look at the bartender. And it's big swole dude. He say, what can I get you, honey? And I was like, I was like, whoa, did I just hear what I just heard? Yeah. This motherfucker was looking like Baby Hulk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He said, what can I get you, honey? I said, man, I'll take, take a Heineken with Corona. So he give my beer. And I'm just, this, I ain't, I've never been in an atmosphere like this. So I'm going to try to make sure they ain't sliding nothing in my drink. Nothing like that. Right. So I get, I'm watching him as he popped the top on the beer and everything handed to me. And I got my back against the bar and I'm just looking at everything because it's a whole nother world. You know, this ain't my thing. Right. And so one of the drag queens walk up because they heard, they see me talking. So they see my teeth shining. Right? Mm -hmm. They see me glistening. <laughs> glistening all over your body. Glistening you know all, all, all over your body. So they see my teeth shining. I had yeah. diamonds in my ears too. Uh -huh. And so they say, what's that? I say, this, I said, my golden diamond, my grill. Oh, it's, it's, I like it. It's cute. All right. So my girl, my girl, she walk up. She said, all right, let's go. So the, the drag queen slap her hand down and say, nah, this one's mine. Go get your own, honey. Oh, shit. And, bro, I damn near spit, spit my beer out. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm like, what? I'm laughing so hard. because it's that, that funny. So, sometimes I laugh when shit crazy. My yeah. dad say I'm crazy because I laugh when shit bad, you yeah. know? And so I start laughing. He said, this was mine. You got to find your own. And he about to square up with old girl. She's like, nah, this was mine. He was me. I say, I, I'm damn near about to spit out again. I say, I'm with her. I like women. <laughs> I'm with her. And so, man, we yeah, walk man. out. We walk out, man. And uh, I told my I told my Puerto Rican homegirl, I said, hey, we up out of here, man. And then we leave. I said, man, please give me a heads up. And that was my first and last time ever in an environment like that. That's funny, dude. You know, the funny thing is, is like that shit happens to me a lot. You know, like I get approached by gay men a lot. And um, this actually happened to me recently. I was doing a... Um, Again, I got nothing against gay people at all. All I ask is just, you know, um, my whole thing is, is like, if you're going to be a spade, stay a spade. You know, if you're going to be a certain way, stay that way. You know, mm -hmm. so um, this guy walks up to one. I'm, I'm doing a, I'm building a couple houses out there in Beaumont. Mm -hmm. And this guy ro ro rides up on my job site and he's asking a bunch of questions about construction and this, that and the other. And he's like, uh, you know, this is normal. This is this is normal, standard procedure you know mm -hmm. you want to pull a uh 
a superintendent or a contractor, this, that, and the other, you just ride up on their job site. Hey, yeah. you go check out my house. I'm like, yeah, what do you got? And he was telling me he's like the subfloor on uh, uh, in his bathroom was all fucked up or something like that. And and the and the whole building was sloping, which it was. So I get there, I'm like, dude, you got water damage, you know? And I'm like, okay, but it, it, but the thing is, it's like it's not enough work for, for for me to justify doing it. It's like you're better off hiring. It's a handyman job. Yeah, this is not a job for a framer, you know. So I'm like, sir, with all due respect, I don't need your money, and uh, I I recommend you hire a a, a handyman, you know, because this is like two pieces of fucking subfloor, and then more importantly, you need to pull up all the fucking plumbing and this, that, and the other. It's mm-hmm. like it's not worth my time. Yeah, it's like, and he's over here talking to me like, well, you know. You know what what what's it worth to you? I'm like, it's not worth nothing to me. It's like, you know, because again, my time, we just had this conversation. You know, that's what we were talking about. We're talking about time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm like, my time is worth X amount of dollars per day. If I'm not making at least this much money per day, then it's not worth it to me. Yeah. So whatever your little $200 or $300, whatever it is you think you could throw at me is not worth my time. I'm going to laugh at you. That's a tip, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Um, anyway, so needless to say, I kind of explained that the situation that he needed is like, sir, with all due respect, you need this, that, that, this, that, this, that. Now, can I get a ride back to my fucking, uh, to my, <laughs> my to my deal? Cause he just picked me up in his truck and you know, this, that, and the other. He's like, are you gay? I'm like, no. He's like, that's too bad. I'm like, oh God. I'm like, bro, are you fucking serious, dude? You know, I'm like, I'm like, I don't have time for this shit. That's bold. Yeah. You know, but yeah, but he, but it was, it was basically that type of shit. He's like, are you gay? I'm like, I'm like, do I fucking look gay to you, dude? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. No, I'm not. You know, so I'm, I'm like, if that's the game you're trying to play, dude, it, you're, you're, you're in the wrong wheel. You're in the wrong wheelhouse, bro. Now drop me back off to my house or I'll go walk home. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, like right up the block. But mm-hmm. it was that type of shit. You know, it's like, dude, people, yeah, people like the, the, they're trying to test you. Then I, then I actually, I'm not going to say names, but I was in Vegas. Okay. I was in Vegas with a friend of mine, with a very close friend of mine. And another very f- close friend of mine was trying to get at him. I'm like, dude, he's not gay. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, he's not fucking gay, bro. He's like, I don't care. I want him. I'm like, <laughs> ain't gonna break him. I'm like, I'm like, bro. I'm like, I, I don't. I'm like, I'm not in the position. So the thing was, I, I just like, I just took a step back. I'm like, look, man. So then, so then, my buddy writes me, gets fucking mad. He's like, how you gonna try to hold me out to your homie? I'm like, I ain't trying to do nothing. What the fuck are you talking about? I was like, man. I'm like, man. What goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. I'm like, man. How you trying to bring me in to hold me out to your friend? I'm like, bro. That is not the case. That wasn't the game plan. That was plan. not the game plan at all. I didn't even know he was going to come at you like that. You know, because he kind of made a scene. And then they're kind of like looking at me like, bro, you need to check your friend. I'm like, bro. And I'm trying to tell my homie, like, bro, stop it. You know what I'm saying? He, he, you know, he's kind of just drawing a lot of attention, you know. And I can't, I ain't going to say no names. You know, so, mm-hmm. so, so, so long story short. So I get, I get a text message saying, I want your friend. I'm like, bro, he ain't, he ain't on swing that way. You know, so then he starts texting him, hey, and then right. my buddy writes me back. He's like, "Bro, how you gonna try to hold me out to your homies?" I'm like, "Wow, bro!" Hey, like coming to America. Yeah, he, I want so he, you. So he thought and your friend too. Yeah, so he thought I. He, so my homie, my, my homie thought that I fucking flew him to Vegas to hold him out to one of my. I'm like, bro, hey. it ain't even like that. Like a pimp. <laughs> bro, I, I was actually gonna, I was never gonna tell this story, but I didn't say no names. Story time with D, bro, like a pimp. Bro, like, hold on, let me, let, let, yeah, let me play this down. Hold on. Bro, like, I was never gonna tell this Man. story ever, like, ever. I'm like, what goes Man. on in Vegas stays in Vegas, but I'm like, I didn't say no names. Jeez. But. Yo, man, what you need? Oh, Yo, uh, man, I need something, man. Hold I need on, a 20, on. man. Hold on. But yeah. 
Yeah. And on that note, we're out of time. <laughs> Before I get caught, cussed out yeah. on both sides, I'm going to end the show. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's a wrap, fool. That's a wrap, fool. Thank you for uh, <clears throat> all right. Thank you for joining the Kickstarter today. We're totally off topic, but this shit was funny. Right. Next episode would be a lot better, I promise you that. But this was funny. I really did enjoy right. this. But yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop it right here. Right here. Yeah. That's it. No more. <laughs> oh a new rolling. Yeah. Black like birds. How you gonna hold me up your own? No tag matters. Advanced. Y'all saying. Yeah. 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 Thank you for tuning in to Kickstarter today and all Um, Thank you guys. uh, uh, You know, subscribers. Thank you for subscribing. For people that are just checking us out. Thank you for checking us out. Uh, Shout out to everybody. Shout out to the Burst Casino. Shout out to. uh, Shout out to actually Horseshoe Casino. Uh Shout out to. the Golden Nugget Shout out to Tillman Petita hey. You know You're a good guy man I miss Judge. You're a good guy I like you um, Shout out to Penn Gaming Shout out to Harris Casino Shout out to Caesars Entertainment hey. Shout out to Bovada Shout out to the uh, What is it um, What is it uh, DraftKings Sportsbook Barstool Barstool Sportsbook Like the real for real That's all I got You got anything Hey, what's up, man? Shout out to the Making Out Be Wrong podcast, man. And make sure you tune in next week to another amazing episode of the King's Thought of the Day podcast. Podcast, baby. Huh. What? What? Charlie told you. What? Huh. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Hey. Peace out. Peace. Bitches. <laughs>